0: Okay, we, we mentioned to you all that we're about to go on a journey. we you all to go with us on this journey, so we want to thank you all for waking up this morning and joining us on this journey, because we believe that God has some great things for every single person that wakes up this morning. If you open your eyes, he you got some good stuff for you. If you can hear, he got some good stuff for you. So we're about to get started this morning uh, with some morning motivation with Mike and Mona. Hey, in the comfort of our home, honey. talk to me, baby. Good morning, everybody. I'll go ahead and open with our our morning prayer. I thank you, Lord, for exponential elevation. Thank you, Lord, for giving us the eyes to see the harvest. I also thank you, Lord, for giving us the will, the power, the grace, the gratitude, the obedience, the strength, and the courage, Lord, to grab this harvest that's here in front of us right now, Lord. I thank you in your mighty name, Jesus. Amen, amen, and amen. Amen, 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 amen. Hey, y'all, I want to just set the tone. We've already decided that 2019 is going to be the best year we've ever had. We've already made that decision. I mean, that decision is already made. The question is, how do you make sure that it's the best year you've ever had? The only way you do that is you begin to say to yourself, I'm going to have a great year. I'm going to, I'm going to overcome those Goliaths in my life. I am going to do the things necessary. I'm going to do the things necessary in order to reach the goals that God has for me and that I have for myself. I'm going, to, I'm going for it this year. I am serious about my goals. I am not going to let 2019 pass without me getting all that God has for me. So we, what we've done is we've set it up. we set it up for you. we talked about how do you do that. And the first thing that we talked about was you got to name it. Yeah. You've got, you got to name it. Because if you don't name that which you're asking God for, I'm telling you the year just passes you on by. And so often what happens in the process of, 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 of going for it, you, you, you wish, you hope, but you never write it down. You never really identify the things you're asking God for. And what's exciting is that, 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 that we're taking this from the Word now. This is, not, this is not us. This is the Word talking to you. This is the Word. We went to, I got to put my glasses on there. Y'all can see my glasses on right here. we go to John 14, 13, and 14. We, we, yeah, we go. So we go to John 14, 13 and 14, and it says, You can ask for anything in my name, and I will do it, because what, what, what? The work of the Son brings glory to the Father. Yes, ask anything in my name, and I will do it. Now that's John, 13, uh, John 14, 13 through 14. The reason why we wanted to start there is because a lot of times, here it is, you know people don't really ask God for anything, honey. Yeah. Did you believe that? We're all guilty of it. We just say, oh, everything's okay. I'm just moseying along in life. I'm just, uh, you know, you just okay. Don't you want to be greater than okay? I mean, just think about it. Isn't it, it, isn't it time to really experience the, the, you know, the, the full magnitude of what God can do in your life? It's an exciting time just to be living. It's an exciting time. But the challenge sometimes is people don't name what they're asking for. They don't, they don't write it down. They don't, they don't say, Well, oh God, this is what I want. And so what we've done is this with naming it, we, it's simple. We'll make this simple for you. Now, this, is, this is a Bible study, slash, motivation, thought, get your day going, whatever you want to call it. But this is, this, is, this is something that can help you. I want you to write down. God, I want you to help so I can blank. God, I want your help so I can blank. Whatever that blank is, that's your name it. That's your name it. Whatever you put, put in that blank, that is the process of beginning to name and asking God for that which you desire. See, we get excited because we believe in this it. It got to be practical. Got to, you know, we got, to, we got to experience. We can't just go from, 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 from Comprehension to application without having experimentation. We want to experience what God has for our life. People talk about our time, oh, yeah, God is good. Okay, yeah, God is good. Okay, but are you experiencing that God is good? So the experimentation, are you having an experience with Him that says, wow, God, you are not only just good, you are great. So what's happening right here is that we're beginning to ask God for more. Okay, he says anything, right? He said he whatever. That's what it says, whatever. But you're asking what? In his name. Now, let me help you with this thing. The moment that you begin to name it, that's that step one. That's step one. Name it that becomes part of this is what I desire. Let me give you an example, okay? If I were to just give an example, I would say, God, I want your help so I can become debt-free. Is that good? Is that just how about this one? God, I want your help so I can lose some weight. Yeah, that, that, that's real, ain't it? That's it. So, 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 so what I'm doing is I'm, I'm naming that thing that I want to do. Now, at first, at first, it's going to seem vague. It's going to seem vague. You know why? Because you haven't clarified it. You haven't clarified it. in naming it, that's just step one. When you name something, you just call it out you just calling it out. See, when you, look at, when you look at Genesis and you begin to see what God did, everything God did, and God said, and it was, and God said, and it was, and God said, and it was, and God said. But notice how when he got to creating man in his own image, in his own image, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit created man in his own image. Then Adam had to name all the animals that God created. God just said bird. He didn't say red bird. He, he didn't say eagle. He just said Bird. Now Adam comes along and says, he said, he said, name that Adam. Name, name that. Ooh, you see that? He said, name that. He said, he said, he said, eagle. Oh, uh, oh, uh, he said, Cow. He said, what? What else is the saying? He said, honey, I'm getting excited. I'm getting excited this morning. <laughs> he named it, y'all. And then once he named it, then that began to frame it. Oh, uh, y'all about to take me in deep this morning. You first gotta name it. Naming it is kind of vague. It's like, okay, I'm just, I'm just putting it out there. I'm naming it. I'm just saying something because Mr. And Ms. Wood said say something, so I'm saying something. No, 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 no. It's deeper than that. It's a big picture. It's a big picture. So what we got to do with that big picture is we got to, now we got to bring it down to size. We got to frame it. We got to frame that picture. How do you frame that picture? That's the next step. Here we go. After you say, what, God, I want your help so I can blank. That's naming it. Then you say, this would be evident by me blank. You feel that? Mm-hmm. Now, this would be evident by me blank. What that saying is, is that the, I, I now have to have uh, an indication that I'm actually asking God for something. I'm naming it in his name, and I'm beginning to see it come in a clear, clear form. So the first step is name it. The second step is I have to frame it, frame it, because the moment that you frame it, you become more specific. Go back to the same example that we just had. Uh, God, I want your help so I can become debt-free, right? Now, this will be evident by me paying off my $2,000 credit card. do you feel me? Now, the $2,000 may not be all the debt, but the evidence, this is good right here, the evidence, that you are asking in God's name, you're asking in Jesus' name, you're asking in his name, the evidence that is coming to fruition is that your credit card begins to go what? Down. woo It begins to go down. You begin to see that debt start. Well, you no, know, we, we have our chart. We're going to show this people this morning. We've got that little chart for y'all this morning because we want to show y'all in real form. See, that evidence becomes the debt decreasing. uh uh, uh. Uh, God, I want your help so I can lose weight. Well, that's too general. I mean, come on, man. You got too much room. You got too much room to be able to just kind of keep that, you know, as the the, the frame. That's just to name it. You just named it. But the frame it is, that will be evident by me losing two pounds. But then I got to make it clear now. Now, when I begin to say I want to lose X number of pounds, the evidence becomes in Every pound that you lose is evidence. Is that good, honey, or Is that good? Because what's happening is that you're beginning to see this thing in real life. You say, look, I'm asking God for this whatever. This whatever, I'm naming it. All right? Now, the evidence that is really coming into fruition is the fact that I lost a pound. See, I lose a pound before you lose 10 pounds. Come on now. You can't lose, lose 10 pounds in a day, okay, what you taking? You, if you lose 10 pounds a day, you are sick. You are sick and unhealthy, okay? All I'm saying is that you've got to begin with something. you got to name it, and then you have to frame it. Now, what do we do, Ramona, every single year? What do we do every year when we sit down and map out how we want to begin to ask God for us to, you know, to, to reach some of the goals and things that we desire? What do we do? Um, Well, there's a number of things that we've done. It just kind of depends on where we are in the beginning of the year as to what we want to achieve on the following year. Um, Debt is not something that we have a great deal of, so we don't have a debt cancellation chart this year. But if debt is something that you have, that's something that you can can (coughs) use the same material we're going to show you deal with that. Now, you said a debt cancellation chart. Now Explain this to people because they don't know what we do on an annual basis. They don't know what we sit down and, and map out. What is a debt cancellation chart? Well, we like using um, I'm not sure if I can show it to, if it, you can see this or not, but I know it doesn't look really sexy, but we, this, this, we wrote this one in a really small form so you can see it, but then we have a really big one that I put over um, our uh, bathroom in our personal bedroom. Um, but we had one that looked like this that was um, the debt part. And I would, ser- I would fill in in red as I paid off something. So that was my debt cancellation um, chart. Yeah, and again, it doesn't look sexy. It doesn't look sexy, y'all, but I'm telling you, it works. See, a lot of times I feel like y'all fancy and use all this technology. Technology is good, but we got to see this thing. We got to see it because what, what, what happens when we sit down and put this down, we did this years and years ago. We were in so much debt. It was crazy, y'all. It was crazy. But we begin to ask God, to release this debt from us. We can't move forward with this debt on us. We can't, we can't do the things that you desire for us to do out there in the marketplace with all this debt on us. And we wrote our, we read our debt chart, and we began to tip that debt down. I mean, every time that we had, went to, okay, okay, honey, we can't do this, but we can do this. We can't do this, we can't do this. We, 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 we concentrated on that debt because it's so important to have some gold. you got to name it. See, when you are trying to take Goliath down, and Goliath is anything that you're afraid of. When you're trying to cut Goliath's head off, and in that particular instance, Goliath was the debt that we were in. That Goliath was the dead. And we said, Goliath, you're going down. You're going down, Goliath. Like, you ain't going to run from us uh, no, all, all, around, all around the world. I uh-huh, know. You just chase us. No, like this. No. You ain't going to wake up every morning and we're afraid. No, 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 no. no. It's not going to happen. What we did was we wrote it down. We named it. We asked God to be able to say, In Jesus' name, this dead is coming down. And we got mad with Goliath. I mean, we got mad, we got angry. See, a little look little, you know, you could just that's a, that's a mad, but just a mad Well, When we were, when we were dealing with debt cancellation many years ago, we also, we thought it was also equally as important to deal with tithing, because the one thing about tithing, what it does for, uh, what it is for me, was it gave me discipline to work with not all of the money that came in, but a percentage of it. And at that time, we always did, um, we, we lived off of 85% and tied 15%. Um, and on the chart that we had back then, we divided it in half, and on the right side of the chart was our tithing goal. Believe it or not, we had a tithing goal. Even in the midst of debt, See, what I'm saying. See, sometimes I'm like, I can't afford the tithe. You can't afford that, too. I'm here to tell you. So the, the chart that we had many years ago, half of it was tithing, and the other half was debt cancellation. And in the very beginning, believe it or not, back then, this side, the tithing was growing much faster than the debt cancellation. And, you know, at first, the mind says, oh, my God, you, you know, you need, if you stop tithing some, you'll be able to then get rid of more debt. But uh-huh. we didn't let the devil get us with that. We just continued to do the tithing. Um, and this is without us even paying ourselves. We just felt that if we always paid God first and foremost, he would t- get rid of the debt. And sure enough, it happened just like that. Um, this year, our goal is a little different. Um, we've got uh, kind of more holistic type goals um, for, that we've named and, and, and in the framing process. So for this year, we have more of um, savings goals, uh, investment goals, and then time, time goals, because we, we do work so much and our days are so full that part of our goal for 2019 is spending time with one another. Um, So it just depends where you are. You you have to decide what is the priority in your life, um, and and writing it down and framing it it just makes a very big difference for us. Um, I personally, I don't do well when I put stuff on a computer um, because it just doesn't seem like I'm invested enough when I do it via a computer. Or when I sit down, excuse me, when we sit down and we actually write it all out, I believe that's what the Bible talks about. Um, faith without work is dead. You've got to work the word of God. You have to work it. And, um, we do this always either at the end of the previous year or the very beginning of the year, and we always do it together, um, especially if you're a husband and wife or a significant other. You know, how can you be on the same page and you are going after two different things? It just makes it really, really tough. And you can do it as a family as well. You've got to get your kids involved because so often kids don't know what the goal is. That's why they keep asking for stuff they don't need. Because they don't know that mommy has a goal. They don't know that daddy has a goal. So the moment you set the kids and say, kids, we're going for this, we would always involve our kids in the process when they were younger so that they can see the importance. And to this day, they are goal setters. They're goal setters because they've seen, us. they've seen these charts. And they say, okay, we're coming out of debt. All right, y'all. Y'all can be going uh, everywhere and joining every single, every single little uh, activity uh, in school that you, you pick one. okay, you're going, you're going to theater, and actually, won to cheer. That's it. One, okay? You're going to be on the cheerleading squad and the baton squad and the piano squad. No, 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 no. We're trying to come out of debt. You can't do all that, all right? So you've got to make some tough decisions and that will, that will benefit your family, both short-term and long-term. And sometimes you don't sit down and involve them, so they don't know you're trying to come out of debt. They don't know you're trying to go for bigger goals. So you sit down with the whole family, whoever that family is, and you involve them. Now, this year, we talk about naming, right? So what we want you all to do, we want you all to, to get your chart. We want you to get your, i ain't going to show you the whole board because I'm going to reveal this a little bit at a time. This whole board is complete. I got this whole board complete. And i ain't going to show you all of it it's like it's, it's blank on one side, but what I did, is I just hid the other side. I hid these other three sides because I'm going to reveal to you the naming. I'm going to reveal to you the framing. I'm going to reveal to you the proclaiming. I'm going to reveal to you the claiming. I'm going to reveal that to you. But I'm going to show you step by step. So this is our chart for this year. This is just one of the pieces of the chart. This is just our goal chart, okay? This is what we have for us. Uh, we have a saving goal. We have a tithing goal involved. So when we, when we draw this up, we're saying, listen, God, I want your help with this. And whatever that, whatever you name it, is up to you. But what we're doing is we're going to show you in practical form, in practical form, how you can begin to see what God can do the moment you begin to ask Him. This, whatever you ask in His name—I mean, this is not in my name. This is in your. This is in Jesus' name. But you got to ask Him for the things that you desire. And I'm telling you, it's going to happen. It is going to happen. So, no matter what happens here. What has happened already with this chart? Well, I've already started, and um, last week I was able to um, set aside. Um, We were able to um, say, and I am starting to color it in. And then you'll see as the year progresses, every single week or every other week or whenever it is, I go filling it in. I start filling it in. And your ability to believe it, to believe that you can reach your goal will determine your ability to receive so, it. Say that again. Say it again. Your ability to believe it will determine your ability to receive it. You have to believe it. You have to believe Deuteronomy 28. Deuteronomy 28 says it. Shall come to pass. It shall come to pass. So, if it hasn't arrived yet, you still have to believe it's on its way. If your name is, or your if your name it is, for example, I want to be wealthy, and your frame it is um, by purchasing a new house, just as an example here, okay? And it is. April 1st, and you haven't purchased a house yet, you have to still believe that the house is yours. You have to believe it, that it shall come to pass. It's just not here yet, but it shall come to pass. And, you know, that, that's good because this, this, this sounds like a, it sounds like a thing, moment. somebody wants to, wants to reach a goal, let's suppose you want to reach a goal by May. Mm-hmm. All right? Here you go. If you want to go by May, if May is if May is something that you, know, you got some goals for May as well. So you got to think about this: what you do today will help you reach it by May. Do y'all hear what I'm saying? What you do today, what you do every day between now and May, will begin to let you know whether or not you're moving towards your goal or away from your goal. Whether it's for December, October, November, whatever it is, you, you you got to say to yourself today. I am going to start this process. See, all I'm saying is, what do you got to lose by trying this? I mean, what, what do you have to lose? Here we are sitting in a, a home that's a, a over a million-dollar home to pay for. And we, do you think we just popped up in this neighborhood? Do you think we just showed up? No, we didn't just show up. We began to grind. We had goals, and we did this same little, simple little chart. Oh, that's so simple. Yes, it is simple. But I'm telling you, it so does work. We've been working this thing like this for the past 25 years, and every year we do the exact same thing. We sit down and we map out. See, now we're talking about naming it. What we've done now is just saying, listen, let's give the people something that they can really bite their teeth in. Now, everybody ain't going to do it. There's some doubters. There's some doubting Thomases, but I'm telling you, the ones who really take this seriously, the ones who say, okay, I'm just going to try this crazy stuff. Mike and Mona did, and let me see if we can do it too. I'm just saying, if you just try it, start with it. I'm going to unveil to you all, every week I'm going to unveil to you another part of the chart. But if you don't do part one, how are you going to be ready for part two? You've got to be ready for part one. You've got to go for it. you got to go for this thing. I mean, what do you have to lose? You can change. Oh, you can change the direction of your entire family with the way that you start thinking. Yes. It's the way you start thinking because the word is real. The word is alive, y'all. That Bible works. That Bible works. The B-I-B-L-E works. I mean, there is something that you begin to work the word, the word will work. But sometimes you're sitting by the wayside. You're not really, you're not really going for greatness. I'm telling you, greatness is in you. Greatness is in you. What you got to do is go for this thing. I mean, you gotta go for it. What do you gotta lose? Don't y'all make me mad this morning. So, what do you got to lose, huh? You know, when when what I discovered years ago when we would do this every year, and we would do it with our girls, they would the creativity that they would bring into it along the way was truly incredible. Um, and if you have small children, teenagers. Um, I truly recommend that you get them involved in the process where what you name and what you frame includes everybody, everybody's desires. The that's on the frame? No, no, we can do that tomorrow. Okay, all right, all right, all, I'm all right. right. Big, it. Week. I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you. When you include them, <laughs> you would be surprised. Um, you know, one of the things that Taylor Nashley did, did um, – that they themselves said, you know, this is what we're going to do because we want to have this by the end of the year, they would take their own clothes and they would take it to a consignment store or a Play-Doh closet or whatever they have, in your area, they have in your area, and they would resell the clothes and then rebuy clothes. So it just seemed like buying clothes was not something that we had to come out of pocket because they were constantly – reselling what they already had and rebuying what they already had. And this is not something that I initiated or that he initiated. This is something that they initiated themselves because they had um, something much bigger that they were going after. And, and I think that's really what's key, though. See, when you begin to name it, when you begin to name it, what you're doing is you're just putting out there. You're putting out there, God, I want your help to acquire this. I want your help to do this. See, naming it is so important. Read Genesis, read Genesis, and God said, And God said, and God said, and God said it. He was saying all this and it was good. And it was good. See, if God said it and it's good for God and He created you, then it's good for you. Now the one thing you don't want to do, this is a mistake that, that, that I made. I you know, I corrected it very quickly, but years ago, is you have to always remember What you resist will persist. Say it again. What you resist will persist. And what do you mean by that? So you don't want to set a goal on what you're trying to stay away from. Like, for example, right, one time, you know, learning how to be around positive people or learning how to be around people that stress me, I set a goal to stay away from negative people, for example right, or small-minded people, Mm -hmm. or poverty-minded people. Well, the more I went after that, the more I was in it. It just just seemed to follow me because what you resist will persist. So you need to flip it. You need to say, I want to be around wealthy-minded people. Yes. That can be a goal. You see what I'm saying? Or I want to be... Instead of saying, I don't want to eat cookies, well, the more you say I'm not going to eat cookies, what I'm telling you, you're going to eat cookies every single day. So you have to say, I want to eat healthier. So don't, don't talk about what you don't want to do because that which you don't want to do, it will intensify. You know, what you resist will persist. So just just always remember that and go at just, just, just the narrative needs to be what you want and not what you don't want. Focus on the name it. Yes. Focus on the name it. Once you name it, then we're going to talk about how to frame it. All right? But the first thing you have to do is to write it down, ladies and gentlemen. It says write the vision and make it plain. If you don't even have a vision, that means you haven't even named it. You haven't even written down that which you desire God to help you with. And that's why it's so important because a lot of times we, we're hoping, all right? We're hoping. You have to stop hoping because sometimes you hope and then you don't get it. You start to mope. The next thing you have to hope is mope. If you, get, if you don't visualize what you're trying to get, you start hoping and then I didn't get it. You start moping. No, 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 no. You got to begin to say, this is what I desire from God this year. I'm going to write this thing down. I'm going to go for it. Write it. What you got to lose, people? What are you gonna lose? What would probably just a little time, just a little bit, just a little time. But I tell you, if you were to do this, right? If you if you do this, I'm telling you, by the end of the year, even if you don't reach the exact number that you're looking for, because that has been years that we didn't reach the we didn't reach the full amount we had to go. but we sure came close. Right? You will always be so much closer. So much closer, it will, it's, it's mind-blowing what focus and believing will do. You have to, the, your ability to believe it will determine your ability to receive it. And the way you will start believing it is if you take the time to write it down and then you go after it. On a daily basis, it's a daily focus. It's a daily work. And I think what, what we're trying to do, y'all, is that we're trying to get you all to experience Jeremiah 29 11 in your life. We, we, we really believe that. We know that God has a plan for you. We know he does. All, he's already declared that. He's already made the declaration that he has a plan for you. The question is, is that do you have a plan for yourself? I mean, that's really the question. Because he's already declared that he has a plan to prosper you. He's already declared that he has a plan to, 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 for no harm to come against you. He's already declared that he's going to give you hope and a future. He's already made that declaration. The question becomes, what are you planning to do? What are you declaring? That's good. What are you declaring? Because words are a seed, and the words that you speak into your life, the words that you speak into your children's life, they come, they, they become, they manifest. So what are you speaking? What are you saying is going to happen in 2019? So the words that are coming out of your mouth, right, this is what we want you to put on the chart, the words, because the words that come, the seed That will then become your future. And will become your harvest. Yes. See, if you don't plant the seeds now, guess what you're going to be eating? Nothing. In fact, if you don't plant the seeds, what you're going to be doing is begging. Well, I mean, you know, it's almost worse than that, I think. Mm -hmm. If you don't plant the seeds in your children's life, if you don't plant the seeds in your own life, in your family's life, someone else plants those seeds for you. So, What's going to come forward in your life? Is it going to be the things that you desire, or is it going to be the things that people say about you? See what I'm saying, honey? Which which one are you going to believe—the things that people say about you—that your nose is too small, your nose is too big, you have a big forehead, you're not pretty, you're stupid, you're dumb? Is that the word? that you're going to allow to manifest in your life, or are you going to write down the word that is going to take a hold in your life and grow? Which one is going to come forward, the word that you speak or the word that someone else speaks? Because this is good. This is what I just wrote down, honey. If you don't plant the seed, the world will plant the weed. Ooh roll that one up and put that one on your chart. If you don't plant the seed, the world will plant the weed. See, the, the weed, oh, y'all, y'all, I'm from Jamaica, y'all, y'all got a Jamaica T-shirt on here. You well, know, you know what weed is, right? Weed will make you hallucinate. I'm, I'm just telling you, you, they used to call it back in the day repo. I mean, I, I don't know if y'all used that word anymore. <laughs> I, I thought you were talking about a different type of weed. But I am, I am talking about, I'm talking about the weed. Here we go. If you don't plant the seed, the world will plant the weed. And the weeds, as we know, come to choke out. See, that's why it says in John 10 and 10. Uh-huh, uh-huh, the devil comes to do what? To steal, to kill, and to destroy. Well, that's the weed. That's why you've got to continue to plant the seeds. If you don't continue to plant the seeds, the weed will grow up in your life. The weed will grow up in your child. That's why you've be careful what they hear. you got to be careful what they see. you got to be what you expose your kids to. Because those are just little bitty seeds or little bitty weeds. And the world keeps whispering, hey, come over here, try this. Hey, 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 hey. They're trying to get them early. And they're trying to get you early also. That's why sometimes we keep spinning our wheels. Is because what? The weeds of life. That's why it's not good to be around negative people. It's good to be around positive people, people who just keep chiding you. You are better than that. You are better than that. I mean, that's what we do every morning, y'all. When we come 6 a.m., we're just poking, y'all. You are better than that. You are greater than that. And we just keep on chiding you and chiding you. So that's why it's so important. It's so important to watch those seeds, so you can kill those weeds. Don't let the weeds. You got to name this thing, y'all. You got to name it. You got to name this thing. And we're starting, y'all, out right now in February, Black History Month. We're letting y'all know it's time to go for greatness. It's time. It's time for what you got to lose. Yes, and, you know, we are one thing about um, discipline is we must stay on time. So we are out of time. And, Ooh, oh, ready honey? Really? Yes, we are out of time. And we want to continue oh. this. We want to continue this. But I would love to see your charts, so please send them to us. Send them to us. Um, I am Woods at ashtay.com, and he is Woods at ashtay.com. Please send us your chart. Let us know what you're, what, what, what you're believing in so that we can um, help you along the way on making sure that you have named it and framed it properly. But let's go ahead. Let's start, um, let's start believing that God wants more for us. And I am going to go ahead and say our closing prayer. Woo! I thank you, Lord, for exponential elevation. Thank you, Lord, for giving us the eyes to see the harvest. I also thank you, Lord, for giving us the will, the power, the grace, the gratitude, the obedience, Lord, the courage and the strength to grab this harvest that's right in front of us right now, Lord. This I ask in your mighty name, Jesus. Amen, amen, and amen. Amen. Hey, y'all. We got to do Mike and Mona, y'all. Y'all want a cup of coffee? Hey. Get y'all a cup of tea early in the morning. Or does Mike and Mona Mugs put it out there just in case y'all want one too. Mike and Mona Mugs in the morning. Hey, I am so excited. We thank y'all for tuning in from all around the world. Next week on Tuesday, y'all. Next week on Tuesday, we're going to show some more love. We're going to unveil some more of the chart. But we want y'all to start this process right now. We'll give you seven days. We'll give you seven days to start this thing. And you can tune in every day, Monday through Friday, on the verbal call-in line. At 605 472 5349 that's 605 472 5349 access code 454760 pounds 454760 pounds that's monday through friday all day uh, every morning from 6am to 6:30am and you can also go to the podcast at michaelandramonawood.com Michael and Ramona Woods Dot com to be able to listen to podcasts from previous uh, months and previous I mean from from, from all of last if you want to. So this means thank you all for tuning in, y'all. Facebook Live, thank you all. Thank you all for tuning in via the call in line. I'm telling you it's gonna be awesome. Right? So don't forget your ability to believe it determines your ability to receive it. That's right. Have a super day. All righty. <coughs> Good morning. Can you all hear me? Hello. Hello? That was well, good, Mr. Wood. Yeah. that was good. Was that good, y'all, or what? Oh, that, yes. was, that good. was good. Yeah. That was excellent. That was excellent. excellent. Yes, very clear, right. too. Huh? Yes. It was very clear as well. Awesome. Yeah. Yes. Good. Yes, good, good, well, every Tuesday we're going to do Facebook. We're not going to commit to five days a week yet. That's good. Yeah. So are you guys going to just say, that's good, or are you going to do your chart? I'm working on my chart now. I'm and doing habit. it. Yeah. I'm going to do my chart. I have right. a chart, but I think I'm going to redo it. So, that's right. Yeah, I'm, name I'm, it.
1: I'm excited.
0: Yeah. Let's name it. Get everybody involved in that. And those of you with kids, I strongly recommend you get them involved. Little E just started his job yesterday, so he will be making his chart when he get out of school today. Hello. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. You're going to learn hey, today. Girl. Yep, and it's one chart for the family. It's one chart for the family. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah, it's not that the child does their own chart. It, it, it's a it's a chart that encompasses The entire family. Okay. Amen. Anybody anybody in your house? (laughs) Okay. Thank you. So we put everybody's chart on one piece of paper? Well, there's there's one chart. There's one big chart. And on that one chart, everybody's personal goal to contribute to the big goal is on there. Okay. Okay. The big goal has to be big enough that it carries everybody's personal uh, little goals, and next Tuesday we'll 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 clarify that more. Okay. So as you're filling in the meter, Ramona, I, I guess I'm understanding this. Everybody is filling in that meter together. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, got you. So if you and your husband got a goal that y'all have, yes, he's going to pull that pen out some days and help right on that too. Okay, got you. All right. I'm going to be working on mine. Thanks, guys. You're welcome. I'm You're I'm welcome. We're be doing yep. Yep.